Hello and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. Clay, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this is episode number 50. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is it like, is it with not just me and you though? No, because you've done this, this, this is the podcast this is number 50. Podcast number 50 total. That's wild. Because I went back through uh, a little while back and I renumbered all the episodes, you know, and this makes 50 episodes of the podcast that we've done. So you've done what? This is, you missed like four or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Somewhere in there, but still, I didn't ever think when we started this that it would go past 25. Yeah. I, didn't, I was I was happy to make it to ten, you know. So uh, it's a pretty cool little deal happening. Uh, I don't know, Clay. I think we've uh, we've changed the format around a lot and had a good time, kind of just going off into this whole different thing from what it started as. Uh, it's a descent into madness. It's really documenting yeah, that we sometimes have nothing. It can be. Yeah. Especially with the COVID nineteen stuff, uh, it's just like we're we just keep falling farther and further into this uh, dark hole, and uh, at least they have us to bring them out of it a little bit. <laughs> sure, sure, Jason. <laughs> so, sure. Uh, well, Clay, uh, for our fiftieth, uh, you know, thought about doing something special. And so on and so forth. I had a couple of different things that were kind of rolling around in my head that didn't get to come to fruition. But then a little nugget just dropped right in my lap on what day was that, Clay? Uh, Tuesday. Was it Tuesday that the the Halo news dropped? Am I right? Yeah, today's Wednesday. So, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. So, Anybody that's listened enough knows that we are big Halo fans, uh, Xbox fans, uh, video game fans in general. Uh, I sometimes feel like the podcast has become more of a video game podcast than anything else. But that's mainly because right now there's nothing else to do. Right. You know, we were talking before we started. I mean, you don't have movies. You got some TV shows, but I mean, you know, we haven't got a lot. I'm still watching Umbrella Academy. Uh, I finished fourth episode. Uh, Clay, have you done anything of noteworthy? I uh, downloaded Comicology and I canceled my Marvel subscription since. How cool is it, dude? How cool is Comicology? Well, I, I mean, I'm subscribing right now to their comics mm-hmm. because last week mm-hmm. or the week beforehand, I t- said that I would want to read the old G.I. Joes and the old mm-hmm. Transformers and the old Teenage Mutant Turtles. I have went down a black hole of G.I. Joe comics from the 80s. Yeah, the original Marvel ones. And it is wild. Now, I read bits and pieces of this when I was a kid. Like, later on, I didn't read the early stuff when it was just kind of like, you know, whatever, whatever. It's kind of like the cartoon. You know, there's there's not a lot of continuity, if you will. You know, Cobra's doing something crazy, whatever, and G.I. Joe comes in to stop it. And then eventually, um, you know, they start to make these stories you know connect so we've got several like what two three four parters and stuff like that it's wow what do you remember about gi joe 
as a kid or the, like just the series, yeah. the comic series. And I the comic series was just G.I. Joe in general. Uh, I mean, you know, um, like anybody, I remember specific episodes and stuff. I mean, I watched it all the time. Uh, the original pilot uh, miniseries and then the one that followed it. I can't remember the name of them right now. I have the DVD sitting right behind me actually with all that stuff. Uh, I, there's a lot of campiness in there. You know, yeah. kind of the same as Transformers. Um, you have some, you have some gems in there, but at the same time, you have some some pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bad episodes at the same time too. So, um, but I mean, I mean, it's like that with Transformers too. There wasn't really a lot of continuity in the Transformers. Not really. I mean, you had a couple really. of three parters here and there. You know, a couple of cliffhanger, pardon me, yeah. episodes. But I don't remember until the Transformers movie when they acknowledged that Optimus Prime had died. And then, of course, mm -hmm. you know, they brought him back. And that's when things kind of went off the deep end for Transformers, I guess. I don't remember much about that with the G.I. Joe movie. I don't remember them going back and talking about all the crazy stuff that happened because uh, they made a lot of changes, you know, like with the movie. Remember, they find like there's some kind of centuries old, like other race of. Uh, you know, snake Cobra people. Law. Yeah, Cobra Law. Cobra Law. Whatever. And, like, this is where Cobra started. What do you remember about Cobra Commander's origin, though? Do, do you know, like, do you remember anything that you could just say off the top uh, of your head about it? I mean, other than the Cobra Law stuff? Well, not, not, not even including Cobra Law. Like, yeah, do you remember why Cobra Commander before. got into this? Like, what's his name? No, I can't remember. I really can't. It's been so long. I can tell you more about Serpentor's origin. Than this I, I command! Yes! Yeah. Listen, so it was a treat to go through and read some of the stuff because I'm finally getting to the point where I read the stuff as a kid. So a lot of, mm -hmm. it's starting to fill in a lot of things I remember. Like, do you remember Fred one and Fred two? Do you remember what that was about? No. Okay, so that um, the um, what was the guard, the Crimson Guard, whatever. Yeah. So Max and yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they are the leaders of it, but the Crimson Guard like pretty much had a bunch of dudes like uh, get plastic surgery and look like the same guy. And the first guy named was Fred, Fred, and he moves into this base with his his wife and his kids, and they're all like hell Cobra. I mean, these people are all just like pro Cobra. Like his wife opens mm -hmm. up her purse, she's got like grenades in it, Jason. Grenades. Could you imagine that now? Like just somebody open up the purse. Could you imagine Claire right now? Be like hell Cobra, Jason. And it's like, we're going to take care of the G.I. Joes in Jamestown. Don't you worry. Pulls up on a person and there's grenades in that. It's like, what? So that Fred ends up getting killed. And they replace him with Fred number two. Literally Fred two. And this guy's just an asshole. He's like, I don't want anything to do with the family. But the woman's like, I'm trying to work things out. The kids don't like him. It, I was like, dude, these are things I'm reading from the, like, from the 80s. Other kids, I mean, people that were younger, well, my age, well, not my age now, but younger than me probably read this stuff. Growing yeah. up, and it's just over the top. You can, of course, thank Larry Hama for it, and you know the yeah. man is something else. But all right, so a little background, Cover Commander. So you remember his son? Do you remember his son's name? No, Billy. Do you not remember this? No, dude. It's been. I I like GI Joe. I always have, but I was, as I said before, I was more of a Transformers than a GI Joe. And I don't you know blame you. I don't blame because if you, I mean, I can't wait to start reading the Transformers comic because I never read that growing up. So mm -hmm. I'll definitely read through it. But Billy was Cobra Commander's son. All right. And so in the mm -hmm. comics, they're getting ready to have like this huge uh, get together and Cobra Commander's going to speak. And so the Baroness and uh, Major Blood like, convince Billy to kill or assassinate Cobra Commander. And this is where we find out, by the way, 
that Billy is his son. So it's just some kid they're pulling off the streets, are giving him a gun, training him with a magnum, Jason, to kill an adult human being. I was like, dude, this is fucked up. Like, I couldn't imagine reading that right now. Like, if you're if just something that is just trying to appeal to children, right? I mean, yeah. they were trying to steal toys because it seems like every 10 issues that it changes over in volume, it seems like, you know, they're introducing new G.I. Joes because, hey, these are the new characters that, was it Hasbro is trying to sell? Yes. So, yes. so anyways, uh, they thwart this, but then Destro reveals, hey, this is Cobra Commander, Commander's son. And Cobra Commander being like, huh. And it's like, well, let's use Dr. And his name was Dr. Venom. Let's use his mind device thing to figure out what, you know, who the culprits were. And, Cobra, and then they're like, this is like, no, we shouldn't do that. You know, that's going to hurt his mind. And Cobra Commander's like, no, go ahead. I was like, dude, it's your son. But just again, <laughs> just reinforces that Cobra Commander is a dick. But so they go and look in Billy's mind. And there is kind of a brief flashback of Cobra Commander in the dark. Like, he looks like he's an executive somewhere. And he's talking to his son, Billy, uh, Billy is at a younger age. And he literally tells his son that he's upset with the government because they will not accept his sales program and they refer to it as a pyramid scheme. And because of that, he wants to overthrow the government and push terrorism to, you know, to make money. And I was like, dude, you know, that's like these creepy people on Facebook, the people you went to high school with that all of a sudden are sealed, you know, like that weird ass toothpaste that comes from some kind of weird country you never heard of. And they say it works or like there's, you know, some kind of like Zija, or Advocare, all that stuff. I was like, man, this is Cobra Commander. He is a pyramid. His pyramid scheme obviously paid off, right? Because how the hell is he bankrolling like terrorism like he is? And my last thought that I came up with was there was another one uh, where Cobra Commander's sitting there talking to Destro, and it's a, you feel like he's like reaching up in the ceiling to pull some extra money down, but he's not. He's actually opening like a ladder to pull down so he can go up. He's in the kitchen of a restaurant comes out into the open area of the dining room. Everybody starts saluting him, like Cobra Commander, because do you remember the city that Cobra was yeah. uh, headquartered? Springfield, right? Yeah. And yeah. everybody's doing, like, the Nazi salute at first, in the first couple of issues, which I think they kind of toned that down afterwards, because I was like, man, that's that's weird. But everybody's saluting Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander leaves the restaurant, hops in a limousine, tells the guy to take him to the bank to get money. I was like, really? this is, it was the most nonchalant thing. <laughs> Cobra Commander's sitting there just talking to himself about his plan or whatever, and he's all like, hey, can you stop by and get me some Taco Bell? I was like, this is just like the most ridiculous <laughs> shit I've ever read, but I love it. Like, I'm eating it up. It's so funny. But the thing is, like, why the hell is the United States government letting Cobra, like, openly like have like their ships at certain airports why are they letting them literally take over a city like why doesn't gi joe just go over there and in and kick their ass right then and there there wouldn't be a story then that's the whole point yes but they're like oh man i don't think he's actually doing any terrorism i mean, I mean obviously it's just a pyramid scheme gone wrong it's just a bad pyramid scheme. just a bad pyramid scheme i love that two-face makes my teeth look great just reminds me of our shit show of our government right now I mean, it's exactly what it makes me think of. Anyways, I'm around uh, issue 40 or 50 in that range right now as I've been reading through them. I think I've got, uh, to, I think it goes like to 120 issues. Yeah, so right. I will probably read that to the end and then kind of see what IDW, I'm not going to really mess with, uh, was it the other company that had them? Um, 
or I can't remember. Was but it Dynamite? I think it was Dynamite, but I'm just going to go and, right? and read what IDW has been doing. So, But yeah, Larry Hammond stuff, over the top. Of course, dude, the stuff with Snake Eyes is great. And just the, the little back, uh, the flashbacks of the histories of some of the Joes, it's, it's entertaining. But yeah, if you do get a chance, go back and read it because it is over the top. Like it is, I can see why everybody liked Transformers as a kid growing up. Yeah. Um, so how much is that entire run on the unlimited, the comicology unlimited? It is. Oh my God, it is. I'm just what soaking is it? it up. Nine ninety nine a month. Uh, right now I'm doing a week. Uh, I'm just right. doing the week trial, and then I, yeah, I'll pay the other nine bucks to go through that transformers. I don't okay. know if they're gonna have what's his name that did the transformers that we talked about last week because Simon uh, Furman. Furman, yeah, mm-hmm. supposedly his. I mean, he doesn't start the Marvel Comics run or the United States run, but supposedly his uh, uh, United Kingdom stuff is where yeah. they literally he was able he had the freedom just to do whatever. And so I'm just really interested. And I don't know if they have that right now. Yeah, so. I don't know either. Uh, I'm still reading through the first, the phase one of the complete Transformers, IBW Transformers stuff. So um, it's pretty, it's good. I've thought about doing that comicology thing quite a bit. Uh, I mean, they got a lot of good stuff on that Unlimited now. I think I might jump into the Power Ranger stuff too because whoever's writing right now has done some good stuff. Well, with... I'll tell you what grabbed my eyes was Sandman being on there. Oh, all the Sandmans are really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if all of them, but I know at least I, I know at least the first volume, one or two volumes. Right. At least last time I looked was so you know. And by the way, if you've never read Neil Gaiman's Sandman run, oh god, do yourself a favor okay. and just stop listening now. Go read it and then come back and let us know how good it is because man. There's not much better than that. So, anything else, Clay? No, I'm sorry I went on a tangent, but I just had to write down Listen. my thoughts because I've been literally going in and crushing these left and right. They're, the art is iffy. I mean, listen, it's it's good for what remember, it was during the time. you got to remember what it was. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, the time period and everything. So, um, I don't know. I haven't read. I read the first issue of Empire. And that's the only comic book I got to read while we were in between shows. Uh, it's been kind of hectic between work and everything. Right. Uh, it seems like it's going to be pretty good. I mean, it's just one issue, but it's kind of interesting what's happening so far. So we'll see. Um, other than that, Clay, the only thing I want to talk about before we dive into this Halo Xbox One X stuff or one Xbox Series X stuff. Sorry. Just not a lot of news, right? Just nothing really uh, to talk about. Well, no. So, you know, but when we talked last week, I was gearing up for Call of Duty Warzone Season 5, which dropped while I was camping. Come back and played it. Uh, the new stuff that they put in there, the, the stadium being blown open and the loot train, uh, it's it's pretty good. It it's it's nice to have something different on the map. Right. Uh, the loop train thing is pretty crazy. You just you can drop in and you just shoot on. You just drop onto the train while it's moving, and all hell breaks loose there at the beginning. Uh, Josh and I dropped in on it and managed to get a couple of uh, legendary chests and then hop off before it really hit the fan. Uh, the stadium stuff, it's pretty neat. Uh, the first couple times we went in, there was nobody in there uh, for some reason. I don't know. We just got lucky when we dropped. I guess it's because of, 
uh, I guess part of it was where the drop zone, I mean, where the circle was compared to where right. the stadium was. So that could have been it. But anyway, it's pretty neat. We haven't done any of the little extra stuff that they've added to it. Um, but what I want to talk about just real quick. Well, first of all, Clay, I bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare the whole game. I'm sorry. It finally, they finally broke me down enough that I just went ahead and bought the whole thing. Mm. They had it on sale. So I broke it down, and Jonathan's been talking about how good the campaign was. Yeah. And I've heard it from other people, too. So anyway, did that. Um, they added a new variant. It's called Mini Royale, and it's 78 people. And the circle is like way smaller. It's like uh, it's at at its next to last closure. No, uh, it's uh, on the third closure. So you got just this little bitty space to drop into with 78 other people, and it really amps up the uh, and anxiety and the uh, it it's just a way more fast paced version of it. You don't have time to hide hardly because there's always somebody on your back or whatever. Right. Uh, We've gotten two second place finishes. Uh, haven't been able to get that first place finish yet, but uh, man, it's good. I know you don't really care for it that much, but I feel like that if you ever wanted to, you should give the Mini Royale a try just because it's a way different type of game compared to the normal uh, Battle Royale. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's so much quicker, way more fast paced. Uh, but the problem is, so this is the crazy thing that's happening with this thing. There's a glitch in there right now going on uh, that you're getting booted for inactivity constantly, just in the Mini Royale. Like, if you stop moving for, uh, I don't know, a few minutes, not even a few minutes, like a minute or two, it just automatically boots you to the Are they trying to screen. cut down on campers? No, it's an actual glitch. I thought that's what it was, just because of the nature of the game, you know, because it's a different, you know, because this variant's different and they want... You know, it, you're moving from place to place a lot quicker. And I was like, well, maybe it's just due to that. Because there are some places in the normal Battle Royale, like on top of the cranes, if you land at the very top of it, there's a little bit of spot that you can get up in there and hide, and nobody can get you at all. Which, if you're up there, then they boot you for inactivity, which I understand. Right. You know, they don't, they don't want you being up there where you can't get shot. That kind of defeats the purpose of the game if the circle happened to be there. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But this is just like, if you're like, for instance, we walked up into a uh, cellar and I was there for just a second. There was a gunfight right below us. I, I didn't move for a second because I was trained on the stairs because I thought they were going to come up the stairs. And then boom, screen went black, got kicked to the main screen for the inactivity. And then like two seconds later, the same thing just happened to Josh. Oh, wow. So... It's kind of weird, but like we played it last night. And so you kind of look like you're on crack because you're just constantly moving around and trying not to get booted. So it, it makes it even more tense. But I did get to play with, I can't remember the name of the guy we played with last night because it's a, it's a trio. Trios is what the whole thing is. Let me tell you something. This dude was, I don't know if he's pro level, but he's one of the best guys I've ever played with on there. He had, Five kills in the first, I don't know, minute. Wow. He was he had a wanted signature. He had a wanted thing on him. He got he killed he wiped the entire team. And then he got down comeback. He ended up with probably nine kills and what little and, and, and it doesn't sound like a lot of kills, but when you're talking about a way condensed version of the game, 
you know, and I sit and I run with him because it amazes me. It's kind of like, honestly, Clay, uh, don't get a big head about this, but like, I like to run with you on games like, say, Halo and watch because I know how good you are at it. And it just amazes me to watch a player that knows the map and knows what they're doing and knows the guns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and can you can learn a lot just from running with somebody like that. So that's what this dude was. And I followed him. And like I said, we come up, we almost had a first place finish. We ended up second on that one. So that's the uh, extent of my stuff for this week. So I just wanted to get that, say that. My, it's my Warzone minute and a half or so. <laughs> that was like a, a Warzone 10 minute like dialogue. Well, I mean, you know, it's pretty big. I mean, if are you, you play fi- Warzone. Are you going to field questions? Uh, if anybody would ever ask me one, yes, I would try to tell it. <laughs> Obviously, nobody wants to know anything about it other than like two other people that play it with us all the time. Right. So anyway, that's it for that stuff, Clay. Um, so I was at work on Tuesday and the Halo news dropped. I'm going to read the presser here in a minute. And the phone started blowing up from our group text of everybody talking about what was going on. Uh, while I pull this up, Clay, I'm going to ask you this. Did you, Were you surprised when you saw this announcement? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Do you think it had... Uh, you know, there was a lot of backlash that come out of uh, the Xbox showcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the way it looked and stuff. Yep. Um, I think, obviously, that's part of the reason why um, this happened. Okay, well, let's just say... So, Halo Infinite, the marquee launch game for Xbox Series X, uh, the one we've been waiting on for five years now. Is that right? I, I think, think so. it's five years. Yeah. It's been in uh, development for at least five. For well, It's been in development, yeah, at least. So, And they've been touting it for the last two years, I, I guess, I think it is, as the game, the, the launch game, you know? So it has been pushed back into 2021. Uh, they dropped a statement on Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to find uh, find his name because I can't. Chris Lee, which who's the studio head at Three Four Three Industries. Right. Uh, he said today, I want to share an important Halo Infinite Infinite development update with the community. We have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure. The team has adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. The decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. We know this will be disappointing to many of you, and we will share that in that sentiment. The passion and support of the community has shown over the years has been incredible and inspiring. We want nothing more than to play our game with the community this holiday. The extra time will let us finish the critical work necessary to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever at the quality we know our fans expect. Thank you for your support and understanding. So that was the statement they released. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with it, per se. Uh, yes, I'm disappointed that the game won't be out 
at launch. But um, I've always been one. I'd rather the game be delayed and be the best game possible than to be ship broken. Micro- you know? I mean, Microsoft was damned if they do, damned if they don't. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. I mean, if, let's yeah. say they did release this. I mean, they were already talking about having to do an update for the ray tracing, which that's a big thing. That's a big seller for the Xbox. You know, mm-hmm. one of the upgrades for their games, you know, being in 4K and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, they were talking about having to do an update for that later on. No, 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 no. That, that should be in there day one. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, the game didn't look bad, but I mean, the thing is, people were expecting like realistic graphics on these things. It's not, I, I, like I said again, uh, I think they've hit the plateau on this. And it's going to be, this generation is going to be completely different on how we're going to look at games. It's going to be about how they're played and just all the other things they can do. But the graphic fidelity, though, and it, we're not going to see anything too crazy, at least for another couple, three or four more years, you know, when other developers are getting their hands on the technology, uh, you know, either system and just trying to get, you know, every bit of juice out of it that they could. Yeah. But Once they can dig, dig in and really right. find out how this thing works, you know, so... But I'm anyway, not, I'm not upset one bit, but I mean, you get online and you see people get upset about it. It's just like, you just want to roll your eyes like, oh, this is a killer. I mean, the thing is, there's really no killer game right now to say, hey, I need a PS5 or an Xbox. There's not. I mean, the Halo would have been great at launch. Sure. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in just having the best of the best for whatever game I'm playing. So, I mean, I'm probably still going to get Xbox One. Like I said, I'm going to pre-order a PS5. And I've already got a list of the games I'm going to play, which are probably PS4 games because of the backwards compatibility. But the thing is, the difference between Sony and, and Microsoft is Sony is going to continue to build, you know, the mate the first-party games are known for, a la Nintendo, while Xbox is going to want you to get focused on their ecosystem. They want to suck you in with subscriptions and whatnot. They want to get it on that Game Pass. They want to make sure that you're playing a Microsoft something, whether you know it's on your cell phone with the Project X Cloud, whether it's on a PC, whether it's on an Xbox. So it just the game has changed, I think. And the thing is, I'm not worried, but um, I'm not worried about Xbox in this. They're, I think they'll be fine. I mean, we still don't even know what the damn price is, which is annoying. I, I joked about that. I think it's going to be a cold war. They're just not going to. They're not going to announce the price for the next five years. They can go back and forth and keep delaying it. Look, they have to at some point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, some, at some point they have to. I don't know when that point is. I know we've talked about it a lot in the last few episodes, but you know, sometime or another, we have to have a, a price and a date. Which one of the things that come out of the infinite delay announcement was the confirmation uh it's not much one i mean i think if you follow games and uh you know that november is the pretty much when these uh things are going to launch definitely be a friday i can see it being a friday probably what i've looked this up it's probably the 6th or 13th yeah um so, but that was confirmed, uh, let's see, confirmed Tuesday. Has this changed your mind, well. though, on buying this day one? No, not really. I mean, Or are you, you still know, hung up on price? Like, does that come out to you? Price is, not really, not for me. Um, I, 
I've said it before. I mean, it's just I've been so in, ingrained in the Xbox ecosystem now. You know, I mean, that's where all of us playing everything. Um, I'm it's what I'm it's what I want to get. Uh, probably down the line at some point, like I did with the PS4, I'll pick up a PS5. But um, I don't know. I just I would just like to see a price. You know. Yeah. I I still think it's going to be lower than the PlayStation if at all possible. I think that's one way they're going to get them. So well, and then get that and get that money back on the back end with their with the ultimate and regular Game Pass subscriptions models. You know. Yep. So they have. To, I mean, I'm sure they've got more up their sleeve than what's you know. I mean, they're supposed to talk about something in August, which. Um, Another thing I guess you kind of left out was is you know that someone already has an Xbox uh, Series X controller, and it did confirm Series S, right? Series confirms S. that there is a Series S. We already knew it, but they confirmed it. That confirmed it. But Man, I tell you what, that white controller, by the way, is slick. And I, if I had if if I had the choice of getting a white or a black Xbox Series X, man, I take that white Red one. one. In a heartbeat. You want a red one? I'm just <laughs> uh, I was about to say, man, ah. But seriously, that, that's a slick looking controller. It was, yeah. Um, so that made me think more since all these people like cry about these things and talk about how this is like the death knell for the Xbox Series X that you have to have a killer game lineup. The thing is, I, I, I think back in the past, and this is just right off the top of my head, I don't remember many console releases where there was a killer lineup now i could tell you i didn't i didn't buy an xbox the original xbox day right. one i know that halo which is considered probably one of the all-time what top 10 releasing yeah. games for a console and i'm sure the other ones mm -hmm. would probably be nintendo i want to say i remember the dreamcast having a great console lineup we'll pull them up we'll pull them up here in a and minute. that's the thing it made me think i looked those up today and that's why i sent you that text saying hey man flip these up and let's talk about them Let's roll on that in a minute. Just a second. Let me. Here's the thing. So everybody's talking about launch lineup. Sony's got it. I can't remember what is actual launch games at the moment, other than Spider-Man. Uh, Miles Morales is the first one that comes to mind. But look, here's the headline that pretty much says it all when it comes to the launch lineup for Xbox. Xbox Series X launches this November with thousands, not some games, not, you know, not 10, not 15, thousands of games spanning four generations. Of course, granted, that's with Game Pass, but, uh, you know, that's a pretty strong launch lineup when you think about it. Well, it's completely different, though. Different. I know. I'm, I know. This is the and first I, generation that, where things are just different because of backwards and that's what they're And that's what they're building their whole thing on, which is smart. And like they, uh, like, uh, who was I was listening to? I can't remember which one it was. But anyway, you know, Sony is going for the, is going the single player marquee, you know, uh, single player game at launch. Right. That's, that, that's their bread and butter. Whereas Xbox is going with, hey, we've got tons of games at launch. Granted, not all of them are new, but still, if I can buy an Xbox and then have access to, you know, thousands of games. That's a pretty good deal. I was say, like, if I was a gamer that always just played on PlayStation and never gave Xbox the time of day, 
I mean, I would love to be them and be able to go play like all these originals that were on the Xbox, whether it was like Knights of the Old Republic right. or Halo. Right. But to be able to play Halo for the first time again, which I'm on Halo 2 right now, I'm playing through all those. Now I've got a lot more time now to play through and you know beat all of them on Legendary. But <clears throat> to be able to go through and, and play that catalog, because they've got a shit ton of games on Game Pass, all their first parts of it. You can play through all the Gears of War. I mean, Gears of War mm-hmm. 1 through 3, that's a fun experience, especially when you're sitting there playing co-op with somebody. Playing Horde. That's fun. I'm going to experience this going through with PlayStation. Like, you know, online, I saw a lot of, you know, Xbox people say, you know, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Again, I roll it. But they're like, you know what? Yeah. I didn't get to play a lot of those cool games from PlayStation 4. I'm, you know, I'm going to buy PlayStation 5 and be able to play a lot. And I, I completely on board with that. I think that's the reason why I'm probably leaning towards getting both. I mean, money-wise, yeah. I'm just continuing to just sit on my little nest egg. I'm not doing shit. So I'm just saving up all this money. And so I was like, you know what? I've already wrote down a list of the games I want to play on the PlayStation. And, you know, it'll probably be like, what? The entire Uncharted series. Listen, I, when you get it, just let me know before you buy it. Because I have a copy of The Last of Us you can borrow. Remastered. Okay, yeah. Remastered. I'd love so, to play you know that. I mean, I would love so to dive in and play a lot of those games. I mean, they, yeah. they look great. I mean, I know Dude, they, they get listen, good reviews. Here, here's the t- look, I know we're going off a little bit here, but listen, you know what I saw today, and I almost bought it, but then I thought better of it? They had control for the PS4. I'm glad you didn't. $15. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. I know. Why? Oh, because what they released today. Um, yes, yeah, I know. I, I, that That was part of it. I'm glad I didn't when I saw that, but here the, my, re- my original reason was because I have a base PS4, not a PS4 Pro or anything like that, and it does not, and from what I've read, it does not run nearly as good yeah. on a PS4. And I was like, man, as much as I've been wanting to play this game, I was like, I don't really, do I really want to pay 15 bucks and then have a subpar experience with it? I, so there was that. I want to play and it. Then, I want to play it because it's it's got nods to Alan Wake. It's set in that same right. universe. Yeah. And Alan Wake's a, a great game, which again, that's on Game Pass. People that have never played it before, you can come play that, you know, when they've got a new Xbox. Look, I'm still waiting. I think that game's going to come to Game Pass anyway. But what you were alluding to was they announced an Ultimate Edition today, and it's 40 bucks. It has all the DLC, and it gives you access to the upgraded version uh, for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Fuck that. That's such an asshole which, move to people that which, have already If you already this. own it, you do not have access to that. Kind of crappy. Kind of crazy. Double dip. Yeah. So there was that. But anyway, back to what you're saying. I'm sorry. It made me think of control and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to play a lot of those. But the thing is, I'm not going to invest any digital or anything like that. To, I'm just going to buy physical copies. And if I want to sell it off to somebody else that wants to play it, you know, that, you know, that game, so be it. But like I said, I'm more invested in playing all my third parties through Xbox. Right. Because that's where right. most of my friends game. So. My goal with the current generation boxes, because as you know, because we have both done this for what three two three generations now. Yeah, I I have took and traded in my old console every time. My goal this time is to keep my PS4 and my Xbox One X. I don't know what I'll do with them, but that's my goal because mainly for the PS4 because I do have a bunch of. Uh, uh, downloaded games on it. I mean, it's a 4K Blu-ray, Blu- yeah. Blu-ray player. Well, yeah. excuse me. Plus, it is a 4... 
Not for uh, no, Xbox One X. No, Xbox One X is uh, PS4. It's just standard Blu-ray. Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so Clay, you mentioned it. I'm going to pull up this article if I can find where I put it up here. So let's not and start with like Atari. No one gives a shit about that. No, I want to start with Nintendo. Start with Nintendo. Nintendo. Hold on, just a second. Let me get down here to it. There's. Uh, gosh, this is weird. There we go. Okay. That's Japanese. The Famicom. Okay. Hold on. I have to go through all the Famicom stuff. What the crap? Okay. Jap- U.S. launch. This is on October 18th, 1985. Dang. T- Ten-yard fight. Baseball. Clue Clue Land. Duck Hunt. Sight Bike. Golf. Gyro Might. Man, the game is not good, but it's so good. Uh, Hogan's Alley. Ice Climber. Kung Fu. Pinball, soccer, stack up, Super Mario Brothers, tennis, Wild Gunman, and Wrecking Crew. That's a solid lineup. Pretty solid. But I mean. The fact, though, that it's anchored by Super Mario, though. Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, you know, pack in with it. Well, the fact it was packed in, of course, helps. But I mean, Mario Brothers, though, to me, is still one of the all time greatest platformers ever. Oh, yeah. So you, you got them two on there. And the other one that stands out, well, of course, Excite Bike. You know, Fun I put many, put many an hour into that game back in the day. And there's really not much to it, but it was so much fun. I am a. Uh, did you ever play Gyromite with the Robbie the Robot, Robot and everything? I didn't. I was poor. Man, it was, I didn't have it either. My friend had it. <laughs> and it was amazing to watch that thing. But that game was. I never did care for the game. So. Uh, pretty good lineup there. Uh, next up, we had let's see, we gonna go through all these. Let's look at the Genesis one and the Super NES. Uh, Genesis had a freaking good lineup out of the gate. Their U.S. launch was Space Harrier Two, Tommy the Sword of Baseball, Last Battle, which is a Fist of the North Star thing, uh, Thunder Force Two, Altered Beast, Alex Kidd and Enchanted Castle, and Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, I mean, are you reading the right one? Was that the Master System or was that Sega? Because no, I thought Sonic the Hedgehog was a release for a day one. No, it was not a day one release. It wasn't. Wow. No. Nope. That's still a strong. That's still a strong lineup. No. Alter, Alter Beast compact in. That's uh, right. I had Alter Beast. I had Thunder. I had when I got my Genesis. I had Alter Beast and Thunder Force Two, and I think Ghouls and Ghosts out of that first bunch. Uh, Thunder Force 2 was I put hours into that game. It is that do you you know you know what this game is? I never played it. It is uh it is a flight simulator in the not simulator but it's an arcade flight game in the vein of Afterburner mm-hmm. but with a helicopter. Uh, and it's it was I put so much time. No, I mean, am I thinking is that the right one? I may be thinking getting it mixed up with something else. Let me look at the cover here. No, that's a different game. Never mind. What was the name of that one? Don't know. Jungle Strike? Anyway. Urban Strike? No, no. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Alter Beast was the seller right there at the beginning. Uh, Tommy Lasorda Baseball was good, too. So um, it was pretty neat. Uh, just real quick, here's the Sega 32X launch lineup because I'm looking at it. Doom, Star Wars Arcade, and Virtual Racing Deluxe. Just so you know. As Virtual Fire wasn't released. Uh, Virtual Racing Deluxe and Star Wars. I bought a 32X and got both of those with it. 
that Star Wars game at the time was amazing. It was. I played it. It was, it was such a fun uh, game. Okay, Super NES, we had... Okay. All you need to say Super at launch, Super Mario World. And then there was Pilot but, Wings, though? And F-Zero. Pilot, Pilot Wings, F-Zero, SimCity, and Gradius 3. God, man, dude, that's... Man, look, that's only five, two, five games, but that's five... Pretty much AAA games right there. Dude, that's like the Michael Jordan that, fist pump right there. That is that, like boom, boom. That's how you do a launch lineup. And, you know, you go in with – you can go in with those five games and you're set, you know, until something else comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's strong right there. Uh, Sega Saturn. <laughs> didn't have really anything, did it? Uh, Daytona USA and Panzer Dragoon. I mean, and Virtual Fighter were the big ones. So, I, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know what to feel cult. about that because I'm not the biggest virtual fighter fan. Daytona, I, though, that was such a fun game. Daytona, but I always think of the arcade. Yeah. Uh, Daytona. I, Panzer Dragoon was really good. Uh, virtual Fighter, unlike you, I'm, I'm kind of hot and cold on Virtual Fighter. I, I never was big on the first one, but I really liked the second one. But that's because they had the arcade at Walmart here in town, and I played it all the time. So, okay. Uh, PlayStation. They had Air Combat, Battle Arena Toshinden, ESPN's Extreme Games, <laughs> Kalik, the DNA Imperative, NBA Jam, the Tournament Edition, Power Serve, 3D Tennis, The Raiden Project, Raymond, Ridge Racer, Street Fighter, the movie, <laughs> Garbage. Total, t- Total Eclipse, Turbo, and Zero Divide. So, let's be honest here. That's not a very, wow, blow me out of the water lineup. And maybe for Raymond. Raymond's not a bad platform from Ubisoft. And then, um, Ballerina put it in. Everyone forgets about it. But if we try to play that recently on your PlayStation. It's terrible now. It's not good at all. But here's the thing. At the time, it was amazing. I put a thing out. I posted a thing on the page today about... uh, about the PlayStation and launch stuff and, or what game you most remember when you think of the PlayStation, the first one that comes to mind. For me, it's always Battle Arena Toshinden because that's the first game I got with my PlayStation, and we put hours upon hours into that. It, it's no, it's not good now, but at the time, it was uh, it was a game changer until Tekken come out. I just feel so, like for the PlayStation, I, I think what it had going for it was that it was new. It was not yeah. like the Nintendo. It was not like Sega. Gotta, you know, Sega had come out with oh. Sega CD. This PlayStation just did so much more. How did I skip the... Where's the N, uh, N64? N64 came out after, didn't it? Here it is. No, yeah, it came out just after. Yeah, never mind. It's next on the list. Uh, NBA Jam, that's awesome. That Street Fighter movie, or Street Fighter the movie game, like you said, that's <laughs> total garbage. Um, uh, Ridge Racer was fun. We played it that day, too, and it's rough now, but it was pretty amazing at the time. Uh, but, you know, that's not, I mean, it's it's okay lineup, I guess. Still doesn't. But there's nothing that right now that you want no. to go back and pick up and play versus, no. let's say, go back and play Super Mario World and or Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, when you think about the PlayStation and you're talking about the start of uh, uh, crap, I just completely forgot what I was trying to say. A whole different uh, 
Well, like a, a brand new console. I mean, a brand new brand. I mean, new console. No, I'm talking about graphics. Uh, polygonal graphics, polygons. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was completely different. Uh, the, those first games are rough. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. But anyway. Let me go on. But again, here. Sony uh, PlayStation okay. though opened the doors to some probably the most yes. amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, games I agree. I agree. In the past 20, 30 years, obviously. I mean, uh, if you don't think that the PlayStation was a game changer, you're an there's asshole. something wrong. Right? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, that too. It is. Uh, okay, Nintendo sixty four. Uh, are you ready for this? There was a ton of them. Pilot Wing sixty four and Super Mario sixty four. And that's nothing explosive, but Mario sixty four, man, that was such a fun ass game. Another game changer, especially for Mario. Exactly. I mean, you know, just Mario games in general. Brought everything to the 3D uh, for Mario. But yeah. the thing is, there's nothing you can think about when it comes to those launch titles. It literally yeah. was Mario. It literally was Pilot Wings. And I'll say this, and people may get mad, but, you know, Super Mario 64, not that good now. Really? Just because it's rough. I'm talking about just because of how how it's a, a lot rougher game now than it was at the time when that fresh coat of paint wears off of it and stuff. I wish they would go back and remake it. I would let, no, I'm, if you did a remake of it and you cleaned it up and everything, that's good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying that graphic wise and everything, it's rough now compared, you know, when you go back and look at it now, that's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. It's also the first time Nintendo didn't package a game to come with the, their Nintendo. Yes. That was a start. Well, PlayStation didn't have a pack in either, did they? I think they had a um, trial disc. They have like a, a trial disc. Demo yes, disc because that was the start of the wonderful trial disc that had like five or six different games that you got like one level of and all that stuff. Ugh. So, terrible. Um, right. Next up. This next up is what? The Sega Dreamcast, right? Uh. The would you like to know the Atari Jaguar? No. Or the CDI? No. Uh, next up is the Sega Dreamcast. Now I want to say right off the top of my bat, I, I read it briefly today, but man, that had a strong launch lineup. Go ahead and read them all. There's a lot of them. I'm, I'm, I forgot how many games there were at launch. This may be where your Sonic uh, thought come in, by the way. Uh, you had Arrow Wings, Air Force Delta, Blue Stinger, Expendable, Flag to Flag, House of the Dead 2, Hydro Thunder, Monaco Grand Prix, Mortal, Mortal Kombat Gold, NFL 2K, Boom, NFL Blitz 2000, Pin Pin Tri Isolon, Power Stone, Ready to Rumble Boxing, Sonic Adventure, Soul Calibur, TNN Monster, or TNN Motorsports Hardcore Heat, Tokyo Extreme Racer and Trick Style. I mean, there's a little bit of something for everyone, and though, and there are several. Well, the thing is, I don't know anyone anyone else that's going to remember Power Stone like I did, but man, that crushed on the Dreamcast. That was such a fun I game. I bet Brandon Bradley will. Oh, I know Brandon Bradley will. But to me, that was something I still wish they would bring back. But that was a such a good leadoff game for the Dreamcast. That and of course the Sonic game was fun. Soul Calibur, not Soul Calibur. It was a um, was Soul Calibur the time. Soul Edge. Soul Calibur. Soul Edge come out on the PlayStation gotcha. and then Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur was the one that really uh, broke, though. I mean, Soul Edge was good, but Soul Calibur was the one that like put them on the map. 
I remember buying or playing it. I didn't buy that, but I was like, man, the graphics on this look amazing. Um, I remember playing NFL 2K, which spawned some of the most amazing yes. football games I've ever played. And I cannot yeah. go back and play a football game to save my life because it's not, it's not the same. It's just not the same. I had, okay, at launch, I bought Sonic Adventure, Ready to Rumble, and I believe it was maybe NFL Blitz because I was always a big fan of the Blitz series at the time. Yeah. Um, and then I got Mortal Kombat a little later just because it's Mortal Kombat. But man, you know, you got House of the Dead 2, Hydro Thunder, which is a fun racing game. That's a pretty strong lineup. I still, I don't know. It'd be hard. What do you think against with it compared to the SNES? Hmm. I think the dream. It's I, t- I think the Dreamcast wins. You think so? Because I always go back to. I mean, all you have to say is Super Mario World. You know, yeah. it, it there's it just does not get much better than Super Mario World. No, it doesn't. There is not much that that's about as perfect of a game as you can get. So I don't know. But Dreamcast, it really feels like it gave you everything right up front. Yeah. Yeah. By far the biggest. I mean, obviously the ones we looked at so far are the biggest ones. I mean, it was a cheese tray, Uh, but not only was it a cheese tray, it was a meat tray. There was a cheese tray. There was some nice uh, fancy fruits on there. You had some, you had some, some of those fancy black olives that people like. Yeah, on there, and those, that you know? jam has got pears in it. Yep. Pears suck, but yep. the pear jam's good. That's what mm-hmm. that's what the Dreamcast. It feels like it's a masterclass in in how to launch a new console. Now, of course, it didn't survive long after the PlayStation Two came out. I think it had what a year of uh, mm-hmm. flaunting and whatnot. I mean, we get my Dreamcast. I mean, it's I played some some incredible games on it that I still love mm-hmm. to this day. But uh, that's what comes next, PlayStation 2. Okay, there's a bunch on here. <clears throat> okay. Armored Core 2, uh, Dead or Alive 2 Hardcore, Dynasty Warriors 2, ESPN International Track and Field, ESPN Winter X Games Snowboarding, Eternal Ring, Evergrace, Fanavision, Gun Griffin Blaze. That was an awesome game. Uh, Kesson, Madden NFL 2001, Midnight Club Street Racing, NHL 2001, Orphan, uh, Cue Ball, Blizz- Billiards Master, Ready to Rumble Boxing Round 2, Ridge Racer 5, Silent Scope, Smuggler's Run, Street Fighter EX3. Man, the EX series was so good. Uh, Sumner, Surfing, H3O, Swing Away Golf, Tekken Tag Tournament, Time Splitters, Unreal Tournament, Wild Wild Racing, and X Squad. So the Sony PlayStation Two is that neighbor across the street that just made what the Dreamcast did when they set up their meat and cheese tray, and they just bombed it and made it look stupid. I mean, this is mm-hmm. a strong showing. I mean, there's not really. I mean, there are a bunch of third party titles. There's not a lot of first party, but um, this is a strong. This is okay. It literally has everything. And plus, I just remember, like, I think the PlayStation 2 was where Madden really blew up. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, the standouts for me are a Tech and Tag Tournament, but, I mean, that's not – I don't. I wouldn't consider that a system seller. I'm just a Tech and fan. Um, but that was the only place uh, you could play it, though, was on Sony. 
but like I'm yeah. saying, this is a this is them literally taking a, a crap all over what the Dreamcast did. Like I said, Dreamcast had everything, and they even had like a first party title. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the Sonic was the only first party title they had, right? Or and there might have been a couple others, but Sony didn't even have a first party title really in this, and a lot of their first party stuff and came they had, they had House of the Dead too. That, yeah, well. that's a fun yeah. on-rail shooter for Sega. But, so much better but, than, that, than that movie we watched. But Sony time. really just proved right there that you do not have to have... A, but the thing is, all these no. games were appearing only on Sony. You couldn't find it anywhere else. So that yeah. was the advantage they had. So, I mean, they're not first-party titles, per se, like what we see as an example with you know Halo getting canceled or getting pushed to 2021. But Sony just, mm-hmm. again... And of course, with the PlayStation 2, it is the most successful console of all time. I mean, it's just a testament that Sony uh, just took, you know, how everything was great with the PlayStation 1 and just blew everything out of the water. So, right. And so I think the next one after this is Game, Ga- Nintendo GameCube. It's Xbox. So we, Xbox and, and Nintendo Well, they've got, they've got Game, yeah, GameCube listed first on here. Yeah. So. Technically, apparently, the GameCube was, it says on here, the 14th, or no, wait a minute, the GameCube was on the 18th, and the Xbox was on the 15th. Oh, okay. But I'm just going, I'm going, I'm just going down the list here as they're listed. Um, okay, so for the GameCube, we had All-Star Baseball 2002, Batman Vengeance, Crazy Taxi, Dave Mira, Freestyle BMX 2, Disney's Tarzan Untamed, Luigi's Mansion, Madden, uh, NHL Hits, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader, Super Monkey Ball, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, and Wave Race Blue Storm. Uh, I think this is an okay lineup. I mean, Decent. Luigi's Mansion was a fun game. It wasn't the best game. Uh, Star right. Wars Rogue Squadron, that to me, well, I'll always be biased. Uh, that is like, yeah. if I had a own child, I love it so much. I would love to go back and play that type of game now. But it was an okay lineup. But, I mean, a lot of the GameCube stuff, there's a lot of hit or miss stuff in the GameCube. But, man, the GameCube had yeah. so much good stuff, man. They had so much yeah. good stuff going down the road for them. And But, again, this was not a very strong first-party lineup. Kind of, And there's nothing really that says, hey. It's, it's all right. I mean, it's nothing. To, there's not a – I think they consider that – I think you're looking at Luigi's Mansion as a system seller. You know what I'm saying? At launch for that uh but i mean it was all right i got super monkey ball at launch and something else and i can't remember what it was but anyway, maybe crazy taxi i can't remember which i love crazy taxi on the yeah, dreamcast game okay microsoft okay microsoft xbox <clears throat> you had shrek halo odd world dare alive 3 4x4 evo 2 nascar thunder 2002 project gotham racing dark summit nhl hits Air Force, Delta Storm, Mad Dash Racing, Cell Damage, Madden, NASCAR Heat 2002. Okay, so you had a NASCAR Thunder and a NASCAR Heat. Wow. Did they also have their own football game, too, that Peyton Manning was uh, on the cover yes. of? Yes. W- yeah, it wasn't at launch. So, oh, okay. yes. Sorry. Uh, Transworld Surf, Arctic Thunder, Test Drive Off-Road, Wide Open, Fusion Frenzy, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2X. That's a good line. I mean, for it's your right. for your first Fourier first into ever, yeah. gaming for Microsoft, 
the, in my opinion, it's better than the 360s launch lineup. Definitely, definitely better than the Xbox One lineup. Oh, uh, I mean, all you guys do is say Halo. You know, yeah, that's all you needed. If there was ever that a system seller, that was a system seller. Other than other than like Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario World, you know what I'm saying? That's that's it. I mean, boom. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, think I remember. Like I, we talked about it before. Yeah, I, I would. I'd put it in my top three, probably. Honestly, as a launch title, I mean, I'm saying like top five, like, yeah. you know, top ten launch title. I'm, definitely. Yeah, I'm putting it in like top three, right? And and right there with Mario, Super, Super Mario Brothers, and Super Mario World. I mean, I haven't seen anything else on this list that we've looked over that moved the console like uh, Halo did. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, I can still remember because we bought. I bought the GameCube, and Josh bought the. Xbox. We went to Josh's house that night, if you remember right. We played some GameCube, and then we hooked up his Xbox and put in Halo, and that's the only thing we played the rest of the night. It, it made me turn around the next day and go buy an Xbox. Well, maybe not the next day, but within the next week, I went and bought an Xbox and got Halo. How much was the Xbox when it came out? I did not. This is before I really was hanging out with you guys. I have no idea. I can't remember. Honestly. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Three hundred. Mm. Give me a price. I don't see a price. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Three hundred sounds right for some reason. Let me look on the Googs. Two ninety nine. Damn. So, it's not bad at all. No. So it's two ninety nine. You had Halo. That's all you needed. Uh, then we tried that stupid brute force and went right back to Halo. So there's that. Uh, okay. After that, we had uh, the. Make sure I'm not skipping one here. Yeah. We had the three sixty. Uh, they had Amp 3, Call of Duty 2. Uh, I got a thousand points and achievements off of that easy thing. Uh, Condemned, FIFA 05, Gun, uh, Cameo, Madden, NBA 2K6, NBA Live 06, Need for Speed, Most Wanted, NHL 2K6, Perfect Dark Zero, Peter Jackson's King Kong. I forgot that was a launch title. Uh, Project Gotham Racing 3, Quake 4, Ridge Racer 6, Tigerwood PGA Tour 2006, and Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Perfect art. Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember playing it. We played a lot of it. Yeah, I played it. You go yeah. back. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun for what it is, but, you know. Yeah, other than that, me. Yeah. I mean, they uh, really were I just played, trying to get market share out of the PlayStation 3 coming out. I really had a good time with Call of Duty 2, and I actually liked Gun quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't much. I mean, it, it was okay. Nothing to write home about. Yeah. Uh, let's see. PlayStation 3. Here we had Blazing Angels, Squadrons of World War II, Call of Duty 3, Genji, Days of the Blade, Madden, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire, NBA 2K7, NBA 2K7 and NHL 2K7, Resistance, Fall of Man, Ridge Racer 7, 
Tiger Woods PGA, Tony Hawk's Project 8, and Untold Legends Dark Kingdom. So what first party game did you pick out of that? There's not one. There is there. Resistance Fall Man. Oh, Resistance, that's right, I forgot. But other than that, I mean, a lot of, I mean, PlayStation 3, of course, came out of the gate. They stumbled because of the price. You know, I guess they got yeah. a little bit cocky yeah. for PlayStation 2, which they should. Should be cocky. But, man, they still out the gate. That PlayStation 3 was expensive. And yes. nobody so what was it? Was it five ninety nine or six ninety nine? Yeah. I can't remember. Something that's, like that. That's freaking ridiculous. But, yeah. so, you know, they... Again, there was nothing that said I needed to get a PlayStation 3 right there either. I mean, a lot of those games are already out on the Xbox 360. So it's like, wow. Yeah. But the thing about the PlayStation 3, it started out slow. Eventually, they they were able to... They, come they around came around, and, and they eventually yeah. sold more than 360 towards the end. But there were a lot of good franchises that came out of PlayStation 3 as well. So, um, But again, nothing that says, I need to buy this right now. No. Um... Okay, we was next. Clay, I'm looking over these. Uh, there's nothing worth mentioning, uh, really. Zelda. Trying to Zelda. That's what I said. Uh, Zelda was about the only out of the launch stuff, you know, because I always associate Wii with Mario Galaxy because I'm not the biggest Zelda yeah. player. So, but of course, it wasn't a launch title. So, but I'm not gonna go over all of them. They, there was a ton of games on there, but I mean, no. and we all know that we dominated everything. I mean, they were the less powerful, yeah. but the mass appeal of motion controllers, yep. etc. And then we get into Xbox One. This is gonna be a great lineup. Are you ready? Oh, I can't wait because Angry Birds, Star Wars, Assassin's Creed Four, Black Flag, Flag. Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghost, Dead Rising 3, FIFA 14, Fighter Within, Forza Motorsports 5, Just Dance 2014, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Madden, NBA 2K 14, NBA Live 14, Need for Speed Rivals, Rise, Son of Rome, Skylanders, Swamp, Swap Force, Swamp Force, that sounds like a better game, Zoo Tycoon, and Zumba Fitness World Party. So Dead Rising 3 was a fun game. I played a little yeah. bit of it and was impressed by the fact there were so many zombies on the screen. It was exclusive to the Xbox. It was made by Capcom. Mm. But I never beat it until three or four years later. I went back and finally decided to finish it. <laughs> and what, mm -hmm. uh, I, Like I told you before we started recording, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, that's such a great game. But guess what? That's on the PlayStation as well. So, I mean... It, and Battlefield 4, which kind of started out very slow. There's not... Okay, I take that back. There's one... There's Forza that's a first-party title, but... Forza was the... Uh, didn't Rise end up coming Rise out? was so exclusive. Rise, Rise and Forza are the only... And they're, I mean, go back. Rise is still a good-looking game, but, dude, it was kind of just like though. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. dull. I, uh, Forza was beautiful, but, again, I'm not a real big car sim a car sim racer, so there's that. But I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you on the Battlefield 4 thing because that was the one, that was the system seller for me. Oh, and you're being able to play course, 32 versus 32 instead of yeah, like but, on the console, on the, excuse me, on the 3 But you couldn't, but you couldn't because the freaking uh, servers were on yeah. fire. Remember, you couldn't do nothing. And so the, we all got our Xbox Ones ready to play and we couldn't because the servers were on fire. So that's just the way it is. Okay, PlayStation 4, Angry Birds, Star Wars, 
Notice the similarities, by the way. Uh, Assassin's, Creed, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, uh, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghost, FIFA 14. I forgot Injustice, Gods Among Us, uh, Ultimate... Oh, it's just a new edition. Yeah. Ultimate Edition, Just Dance 2014, Killzone, Knack, <laughs> Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Madden 25, NBA K... NBA 2K14, Need for Speed Rivals, Skylanders, Warframe, Zoo Tycoon, and Zumba Fitness World. So Park. your first party titles from that are Killzone and Knack. Knack. Yeah, these things do not make me want to go play a PlayStation no. 4 or buy one. Now, the people that did do Killzone, if I'm correct, I think they shelved that series and then came out. They're the guys that went on make, to Horizon. Yes, which that's a beautiful game. I can't wait to play it yeah. eventually down the road. Again. There's nothing special about it. And we don't really got to go into the Switch about its first party, where it obviously it had probably one of the best regarded Zelda games in a very long time. Yeah. So, I mean... That that was a system seller. That is that a one. system seller. Yeah. So... Puya Puya Tetris. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I guess the whole, the whole exercise of this is to think back about this, is when you hear these things would about... You, would you like to know... Would you like to know the Wii U? No. Okay. I, I had it for a brief second and then sold it to Brandon because I never played it like I thought I was. Like, you know what? I, I didn't play Look, much of the Wii, so I'm going to get in the Wii U. Yeah. Here you go, just real quick. Here's one uh, Game Boy, Tetris, Alleyway, Baseball, Super Mario Land, and Tennis. That's good. That's a Tetris come with it. Tetris was packed yeah, in, that's right? right? Yes. And Super Mario Land was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so again, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, on, hold, on. You hold your thought. Atari Lynx. Oh my God, Jason! Have Blue Lightning, Electro Cop, Gates of Zendokan, and California Games. The Game Gear had Castle of Illusion, yeah. Columns, G Lock, Psychic World, Revenge of Dracon, Super Monaco GP, and then the best one of the bunch, Virtual Boy. Had Galactic Pinball, Mar- Mario Tennis, Red Alarm, and Tele. So that hey, that game that Dracon Dracu- uh, Noir, whatever, was that like a cross promotion with Cologne? I think so, Dracon Noir, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, go back to what you was saying. I just want I just saw those there. So yeah, there. after I uh, see all these people pointing in the sky, Swan, you don't really have to have like a major. Okay, a first party seller right off the bat to really be successful because. If anything shows with the past couple consoles is that it takes a couple years. I think PlayStation 4 took like two years for like their heavy their heavyweights came out. And it's going to be a little different story, of course, with the PlayStation 5 and the Series X just because of what each one are offering. Because, I mean, Sony is going to have this Spider-Man game, which I still think is just like a 1.5 mm-hmm. and not like an actual sequel. It's what it, it's what it feels like, right. but, you know, that's we'll have to wait until the game comes out and it's reviewed. So and it might just blow everything out of the water. It might just be it's just as good as the first game. So, um, but yeah, I'm just saying. Like I, I'm not worried. I mean, again, if you don't feel compelled to have to go buy a new console, console right off the bat, don't. You know, you vote with your money. Uh, some of us are just, I guess, it's our hobby and we're enthusiasts. And some of us will just go out and buy it anyways because always have to like the always like having the latest and greatest, newest, latest, bestest. Yeah, and if I'm going to be doing a lot of these one-player games, I want to make sure that I'm getting the best. You know, I've got a 4K TV I invested in, so why not? So, right. Anyways, but that's it. Yay. So, uh, pretty good talk there, Clay. Um, I'm I'm not concerned. I mean, 
they're, they have plenty of Xbox in this case is what I'm talking about. They have plenty of exclusives coming. They have uh, the Game Pass stuff lined up. I mean, I'm not going to go into them now, but they, they, when you when you look at all the games that they've shown besides Halo that are exclusive and free to you if you have Game Pass, you know, pretty good shape yeah. when you think about it. Along with just what whatever whatever kind of nonsense is on Game Pass in the first place because they keep adding stuff. You know, I, I mean, it's games all the time. So, I mean, if it, it's the Netflix of gaming, which is what they've been trying to get to for years now. So, we're getting there. Uh, good talk, Clay. Anything else you want to add before we move on? Nah, man. To you know, what, we got emails? emails. Let's get the emails. We got some emails this week. We got a couple. Um, first up, we have one from, I'm going to go with Mr. Brandon Bradley. He says, hey, Sugar Lips, Spice, and Boutte Spice. Uh, the other day at work, we were talking about a product we used to call, we used to call, oh, Brandon emails are really hard to read sometimes. The other day at work, we were talking about a product we use called Snow Commander and how it sounds like a G.I. Joe. Then we remember that there was a Snow Joe named Snow Job in the 80s. That seems like such an innocent name versus today. My question is, what would you... What? Oh my, my question is, what would be you, G.I. Joe name? I'm reading this directly from the email, by the way. I could fix it. Were you using the Rosetta Stone to translate that? <laughs> I don't think I don't think Rosetta Stone could translate. Did you that. have your luckily I know, ring from a Christmas Story? Like, okay, I know I know Brandon I know Brandon well enough that I can read Brandonese, so I'm pretty good shape. Oh, the Wanda Wanda, uh, whatever the hell Thomas said. Wanda Yeah. Uh, so do you have a GI Joe? Yeah, man, jack me off. <laughs> Yo, Joe. Jack me off. Blow Joe. Yo, Blow Joe. Jack me off. Hey, I'm Sergeant Slaughter. So, Jack me off. Get over here. I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> uh, I don't have a GI Joe name after that. I'm good. I'm just gonna go on. Uh, he has a hard question for you this week. Okay. Clay. I don't think it's too hard. I think you can get this one. Uh, which of these was not a playable character in the 1985 arcade game Gauntlet? Uh. A wizard, B elf, C dwarf, or D Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Uh, I do believe you are correct, good sir. Let me check the answer. It is C dwarf. Oh, wow. I thought Valkyrie came huh. along later with the. Uh, I did too. Yeah. Because remember, you could play as like eight billion different people on that. Oh, yeah, it works. Yes. Uh, next up, we have one from uh, Mr. Josh Powell. Uh, Star Wars movies that Star Wars movie titles are wrong is the subject. Mm-hmm. Since I thought you guys, I thought the guys' take on the movie titles being wrong was interesting slash hilarious. Please discuss. And he has a link. Um, oh, I saw it. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I thought it was. Uh, I it was yeah, really every done. yeah every movie has the wrong title. Uh, let me go down. Okay, it's a video. Clay, do you want to comment on it or anything? I haven't no, if watched, it watched it. No, I've never watched it or watched it. It's really funny. And yeah. yeah, it does fit in 
very well. So I meant, yeah, I meant to watch it, and I just haven't had time to. Uh, it's been at work and the coronavirus attacking all the schools has just been wonderful. So it's been great. Uh, I'm sorry that I have not watched it, Josh. Um, I have heard good stuff about it. Uh, it does say in this art- article um, that the second season of the Ma- Mandalorian is to be released in October. Woohoo! So that's always that's good, odd. right? Indeed. Right? Oh, you know what we didn't mention? You were talking about uh, Emmy nominations and Watchmen the other day, or on the uh, last last episode was yeah. it? We talked about that. Uh, Mandalorian was nominated for 15 Emmys. Yeah, but so, not bad it's for a Star Wars. I didn't say it was Watchmen. I'm just impressed that it got recognized for 15 minutes. Sure. I'm sorry. Sure. God, man. You be such a dick all the time. So we're done with emails now. I know, nothing from Glenn, After huh? that. No, Glenn, he's let us down this week. It's all good. It'll be all right. I know he'll come back strong. Maybe he's still watching the Marvel movies. Every time Glenn doesn't send an email, OSHA doesn't open for another month. It just keeps delaying it. (laughs) So I'm glad you're doing all the heavy work there, Glenn. Appreciate you, man. All right, Clay. Uh, Are you ready for some geek history? Yes. Because I got some. Let me pull it up here. Go ahead and just give me the hardest question again. Okay. Well, no, this is history. We'll get oh, to the how much in history? Yes, there you Sorry. go. So, there was nothing good on any of the sites that I normally go to. So, I went to one of my go-to Facebook sites. I'm going to give you a few movies that were released on this day. Uh, Curse of the Pink Panther was released on this nice. day. In 1983. Uh, always was a fan of the Pink Panther movies. Um... Mac and Me was released on this Man, day in 1988. Man, so messed up. A poor man's E.T. Man, bad. it's not even poor man. It's like a non-existent man E.T. It's it's terrible. It's Go bad. watch Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000 on Netflix when they make fun yeah, of it. You, I was about to say, weren't you talking about that one just God. The last episode or something? So good. Uh, Cujo was released on this day in 1983. Okay. Did you ever watch Cujo? Yeah, it's been a long time though. Man, I tell you what, the, the last, uh, what, 30 or 45 minutes of that movie where they're in the car and everything. Oh, man, you scare me to death. Uh, in 1988, Young Guns was released. Still one of my all-time favorite westerns. Yeah. Uh, such a good movie. Um, And that is, oh, here we go. Oh, no, that was from a day ago, so never mind. I had some Queen that I was going to put in there. Another One Bites the Dust was released. Uh yesterday on this day <laughs> but that's yesterday so that is not a great, uh, moment in geek history that we're going to be concerned with so there you go clay that's this week's moment moments oh, thank you in geek history thank you. moments so clay i'm opening the science fiction and fantasy quiz book uh we are going to go you said with another hard ass question hard question Okay, I'm just, as always, I am opening to a random page. Uh, let's see, I, I, I did just open this. I did not do this on purpose. Uh, quiz 69. Nice. General knowledge questions and short answer. Uh-uh. So, pick a number between 1 and 10. 7. Huh. Wow. 
In what city would you find Arkham Asylum? Gotham City. Is it that or Bloodhaven? Mm. Oh, no. Now, what would you throw that to me? No, you're right. It's Gotham City. <laughs> I did throw you, though, didn't I? <laughs> no. Man, there's freaking 10 questions, and you picked the easiest one in the whole I thought bunch. this was supposed to be hard, though. It, it says it's hard, quote unquote hard, hard questions, but I don't know. Hard if you're Brandon well, Bradley. Clay, can, exactly. Congratulations, Clay, on a question well Thank answered. You. I'm very proud of you for Thank that. Thank you, Papa. Uh, I appreciate you're, that, you're, Papa. You're batting what about a thousand? No, I've lost. Thousand, not at all. About five hundred. Not five hundred. I've not lost two. I've lost just one. Yeah, sure? I messed up the one about uh, Cisco's middle name, which was like Blarstiful or wherever the hell and some weird Trek bullshit, but... LeVar. It was LeVar. No. Hey, by the way, real quick, speaking of LeVar Burton, I was watching some old 80s videos. You remember Cameo and that song Word, Word Up? Up? Yeah. Did you know that he's in that video? LeVar Burton is? As a, as a cop, yes. Word Up. And he has a killer mustache in it. It's like it's a really nice mustache. It's not. It's, when you talk. No, no, it's not like a Tom Selleck mustache, but it is a beautiful, manly mustache. You don't like my impersonation of the cameo people. Yeah, like well, at, at first, but then it kind of went off the rails. Okay. So yeah. Bye, man. Let's I'm just saying. Let's close this puppy out. Are you trying to rush me out of here? What's the deal, dude? Xbox and recent our, yeah, our, our, listeners, our listeners might be enjoying this episode yeah. for once. Probably not, but you know. <laughs> Probably paying someone to kill us off so I don't have to like be tempted to download this. Hey, we're over a thousand downloads. Woo. So Clay, anything else you would like to add before we nah, get out man. Of this week? Go read some G.I. Joe. Right. There you go, go. Go read the adventure of G.I. Joe, Jack Meow. Uh, with that you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there and please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or any of the streaming sites that you get it from Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet just search for Ramblings from Nowhere find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram it's RFN underscore podcast also don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com uh, Clay, where can everybody find you on these social media? On the hellscape known as Twitter at SweetJJ, the number one and the letter S. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at Jason76Z and Clay, with that we are out. <laughs>